You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message.
enjoyed that lovely ministration and we blessed with so many anointed songs in our church so some of you, you need to change your apple music playlist and your spotify playlist yes you need other songs to be listening to how many of you are excited to be in the house of god today last week our pastor started talking to us about the sweet influences of the holy spirit which is personally my favorite topic so i know today god has something great in store for us 
I know that today we shall be influenced by the Holy Spirit. Not by the world, not by our senses, and not by evil spirits, but by the mighty Holy Spirit. So if you're excited as I am, let us welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. Take your seats. And find in your Bibles, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And we are talking and sharing and teaching from 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Have you found that in your Bible? We are talking about the sweet influence of the anointing. Sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. Same. Whichever one you want. Sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. Sweet influence of the anointing. So that makes you happy. The anointing, yeah. Yes. You like the anointing? Okay. So First Corinthians chapter 2. And um, let us read verse 11. Which says that. For what man knoweth the things of a man? You know, these days when I'm reading the Bible and I see the things of something, it catches my eye. The things. Because there are things that people do. And there are things that particular people do. And there are things, the things that people do, maybe shows their um, nature, it points to their characteristics. It points to their culture. It points to things they like and things that they don't like. It, it points to uh, behavior, behavior patterns. So there are things. So he said, for what man knoweth the things of a man? 
save the spirit of man which is in him. So there's, there's something in you called the spirit of man. Do you understand what the Bible is saying? Yes. It's saying that what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God, the things of God, God also has things, things he does, things he likes, things that makes him God, things that make him great. There are things of God. There are things, there are things about God. You know, there are, there are some um, 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 perfumes when you smell it, you know that someone in particular is around, isn't it? When you live with people, you know someone, you can tell that this person is around. So that's when you see, um, <laughs> when you see what? Ah, uh, definitely, definitely, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, there, there are things about people that, that, that tells you that this person is around. Or this person is doing this. Or this person did this. Yes, so there are, there are things. So there are things of God. When God is moving, God is working. If you know God, you know that this is, this is God and this is of God. That is, that's how come um, Peter stood up and addressed the uh, religious leaders of his time. That the things you hear now, the tongues you are hearing, are not because these people are drunk. But... And then he shows them, he shows them and explains to them that this is what the prophet Joel said. Because they, don't, they didn't know, even though they were, they were religious, the Bible describes them as devout, devout men. You know, devout religious, but they didn't know the things of God. They don't know the things of God. They don't know that this, this is not of God and this is of God. And sometimes that's, that's, the, that's the issue that we have. To be able to separate and to be able to detect and determine in our lives the things of God. Is this of God? Is this not of God? Is this not God? Or is this something else? So you, you have to know the things of God. And he's saying that even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So to know the things of God, you must have the spirit of God. That is, you must have the Holy Spirit. That is, you must have the anointing. Or anointing. Anointing. Yes. It sounds like anointing. Yes. Yes. You must have the anointing. Then you would know. Then you'd be able to smell and detect. When you have when you have a cooking, a cooking mother or a cooking wife or a cooking sister, pray that your sisters will cook. Amen. Then when you, when you enter the house, you see, when you enter, when you open the door, you can tell mommy is home. Because when she's not there, you know that when you open the door, it's different. You see that nothing is happening. You smell what? Chinese. <laughs> yeah, you smell Chinese food. Chinese food, yes. 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 Oh, you, you smell daddy's concussions. 
Attempted, attempted, attempted bench your love. Yes. <laughs> yes. So the, there are things, but he said the things of God is it says that the man, that no man knows the things of man, but the spirit of man. Then the things of God too. You can't know it's that like you can't walk with God. You can't really have a meaningful walk with God. Unless, unless you engage the spirit of God. And when you engage the spirit of God, it's the spirit of God that will teach you and show you the things of God. So those who are destitute of the spirit of God may think that, may think that they know about God, but they don't know about God. Their choices, their decisions, the things they do are not of God. Verse 12. Verse 12 says that, Verse 12 says that now we have received not not the spirit of the world. So it means that there is also the spirit of the world. Now, now the kind of spirit that you have determines your behavior or determines the things about you, the things. So when we say the spirit of the world, it leads us to the things of the world. Because the spirit you have makes you do the things that you do. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So the, the scripture is pointing to us that we have received not the spirit of the world. So there is a spirit of the world. There is a spirit of the world, which makes the world the world. Which makes people in the world do what they do. Play how they play. Sing how they sing. Dance how they dance. Walk how they walk. Um, drink how they drink. Speak how they speak. Dress how they dress. I tell you something. I tell you. You can easily be in the church and have the spirit of the world. Yes. And the church can also easily have the spirit of the world. Yes. A church actually has to be very careful because before you realize you are imbibing, promoting, becoming comfortable with the spirit of the world because when the things of the world are creeping in, they are not corrected. They are not addressed. If you are not, if you are not careful, they'll, they'll, even, they'll even be promoted and celebrated. It's like, wow, it's nice. It's, I mean, in, in, your, in your world, you say that, oh, it's so cool. But it's a, it's a thing of the world. It's a thing of the world. It's a worldly thing. And it's a worldly spirit. And therefore, it leads to worldly ways. So you will see that, you will see that somebody, somebody with the spirit of God does not appreciate things that come from the spirit of the world. 
there's always a clash. There's always a conflict. And then you will think that, you will think that perhaps he's not in touch with the world. Yes. And exactly, he's not in touch with the world. And you think that he's not in touch with the world because maybe he's too old. But it's not about age. It's about spirits. It's about spirits. It's that what spirit is influencing? What spirit is guiding? What spirit is making you do what you do? What spirit is making you wear what you are wearing? What spirit is making you hang out with the people you are hanging out with? What spirit? You see, you see your friends. Your friends. Your friends. Which is another thing you can use to determine who is what or what is who. Your friends. Your friends go a long way to show you the spirit you are carrying. Yes. Because you can't be with somebody unless you really like and agree with a lot of things. You can't, you can't be with a person. Because the person will not even like to be with you. Yes. I know there are people who, will, who won't like my company. I mean, they won't like it. And rightly so. Because I also won't like their company. Yes. What are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? I mean, if you sit in my car, what I'm listening to, will you like it? You will fall asleep. Yes. The topics I bring up, will you like it? You'll be out of your depth. Yes. So, you, so that's when I say that people won't like me. It's not because I have something bad. No. That's not what I meant. What I meant is that they have something bad. <laughs> How can I stand in front of you and say that I have something bad? I mean, yes. Yes. So there is this. You see, I, I, just, I just want to make you aware there's the spirit of the world. There's the spirit of the world. It makes people go where they go, do what they do, have the friends that they have, um, talk how they talk, the language, the language, the language, the language, the language. Have you realized that you have a language for your parents and you have a language for your age group? And then amongst, and then amongst your age group, there are different types of people depending on what spirits they have. So you have a language you speak amongst even the groups, the language determines what group you are in. The language, the words, the swear words, yes, the vulgar words, the words that are not so. It depends the spirit that is moving, the spirit that is moving, the spirit, the requests, the strangers you chat with, strangers. It is, it's, it's, the spirit, it's a, it's a spirit of the world. Yes, the spirit of the world. What does verse 13 say? It says, which things also we speak, not in words, which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Then verse 14 says that, but the natural man receiveth not the things 
of the spirit of God, the natural man. He doesn't receive the things of the spirit of God. The things. The things. Because the spirit of God has his things. Has the way he behaves. Has what he likes. Has a language, a language he speaks. Has the song he sings. Yes. Has songs he sings, language he speaks. For their foolishness to him. For the natural man, when you start talking about things of his, their foolishness to him. Yes. Any time, any time you hear the word of God, you hear preaching, and it's foolishness to you. In other words, it doesn't make sense. It's like rubbish. The Bible is telling you who you are. You don't even have to worry about it. You don't even have to say anything. The Bible is saying that this is who you are. It says you are a natural man. You are an, 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 an unprocessed person. Yes. So you can't, you can't handle the things of God. If you argue about the things of God, you argue about the spirit of God, you argue about it. You enter into a lone debate. Yes. Is it that there are people, there are people who are attracted to natural and carnal things, and therefore natural and carnal people. They are not attracted to a spiritual person. A spiritual person puts them off. But they don't know that's what they are doing. Yes. They don't know that they are attracted. They are, they are, all their attractions are to natural and carnal things. Very low level things when it gets to spiritual things. Are you here? You've traveled. Yes. So they are foolishness to him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. It's like your spiritual senses have to be working to make a good and accurate interpretation of what you can see and what you can hear. Then verse 15 says that, but he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. That, tell, that tells you that the, the spiritual person is higher than any other person. Yes, that's why he judges all things. That's what the spiritual, is the spiritual person going to tell you that you are misbehaving, you are out of order. Yes, you are out of order. That's judging. So when you ask a spiritual person that, are you judging me? His answer should be yes, I'm judging you. Yes, I'm judging you. You are behaving like a fool. Yes, I'm judging you. That's the response. According to the Bible, he judges all things. When he say, are you judging me? The answer is yes. Yes. Where do you want to be judged? Do you want to be judged here so that you repent or you want to be judged where there is no repentance? Choose. Choose. You don't like you don't like my dress. Are you judging me? Yes. I'm telling you that you have dressed like someone with the spirit of the world. Yes. Because the designers have different tastes. And what is nice to them. Yes. So they design according to what is nice to them. Wow. So, today, I think what I want to talk to you, this is just uh, an appetizer. Okay, yes, just an appetizer. Yes. Yes. So, 
um, the main meal, the main meal. Are you ready for the main meal? Are you ready for the main meal? Yes. It's, um, okay, let me read the title to you. <laughs> we are closing soon, though, don't worry. It say, the, the, they say that the sweet influences of the anointing on your level of intelligence. Yes, on your level of intelligence. How many of you realize that you need the Holy Spirit? You, you, I mean, you need him. You need him badly. In case you don't know, I'm announcing to you. Am I judging you? Yes. I'm judging you. Yes. Am I judging you? Yes. But you ask that question a lot, isn't it? Children of today, they ask that question a lot. Are you judging me? Are you judging me? You're playing the fool. That's how he's talking to you. He said, are you judging me? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm judging you. Yes. Are you judging me? Why you say I'm a strange woman? Yes, I'm judging you because you're behaving like a strange woman. Yes. If you, can, if you can break relationships, you can break two relationships in as many weeks. Are you not a strange woman? Yes. You're like a serpent. So am I judging you? Yes. 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 I mean, because what are you? You have to, even have to ask yourself. I mean, you know, you have to tell yourself. You even have to ask yourself that what is happening to me? What, what, what am I doing? Yes, what am I becoming? What am I becoming? What am I becoming? What am I becoming? Because you caught heartbreaks. Every week you have a new one that you have broken. I mean, what are you? I mean, what are you? Who are you? And you have this, you have this unspiritual guys who keep finding you attractive. Yes. Why are they unspiritual? Because they can't listen to advice. They can't take advice. So I'm going to talk to you the, if the sweet influences of the Holy Spirit on your intelligence, on your intelligence, on your intelligence. Yes, on your intelligence. Yes. Not, not, not your academic intelligence. It's part of it. It's part of it. But it goes beyond, intelligence goes beyond writing exams and passing exams. Yes. yes. On your intelligence. Because if you're, if you're intelligent, there are some things you will see. You will see that, no, this thing, this thing doesn't add up. Why am I, why am I following it like, like, like a goat to the slaughter? Why? I mean, why? Why am I doing this? It's, it's a level of intelligence and the absence of the spirit. Everybody, you see, you see everybody can be simple-minded. That's like, okay, I don't know. But you will see that their response to advice, because it's your response to advice. Because if you don't do it, somebody has to tell you. So you will see the difference is that a spiritual person, he doesn't know much. When you point it out to him, he says, oh, thank you. But you say others, you point. It's like, I can't see. Hey, why? Why can't you see? Why can't you see? 
He said, are you judging me? The answer from today, the answer is what? Yes. I'm judging. I'm judging. I'm judging. I just don't have the power to sentence. I have to leave that to God. Oh, I shouldn't say it. Are you, I mean, are you, are you not, I mean, do you not have the spirit? Can you not see you have the spirit? Which is not a good spirit. Take a break, eh? Take a break, have a Kit Kat. Yes. Take a break. Have some green tea and, and Kit Kat. Yes. So, there are four pillars of intelligence. The four pillars of intelligence. The four pillars of intelligence are, are you there? Are you, are you ready? The four pillars of intelligence are knowledge. Number one, knowledge. Number two, wisdom. Number three, understanding. And number four, the fear of the Lord. So the Holy Spirit influences your knowledge, your wisdom, your understanding, and your fear of the Lord. Yes. The Holy Spirit affects and can affect all these areas. How do I know? How do I know? I'll answer you very quickly. How do I know? You want an answer, isn't it? I know because, I know because um, in Isaiah chapter 11, the, the spirit of God carries these names. He carries these names. Spirit of understanding. It means that the Holy Spirit is into understanding. He's into understanding, Yes. It says the spirit of wisdom. It means that the Holy Spirit is into wisdom. He's interested in your wisdom levels. Your wisdom levels. Your wisdom levels. It says there the spirit of knowledge. It means that the spirit of God is into knowledge. Into knowledge and knowledges. If there's a word like knowledges. Yes. He's into it. You see. Your... Your, your level of wisdom very much, very much is linked. You see, and all these things are linked. Wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and the fear of the Lord, they are very much linked. Because the Bible says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So they are all interlinked. They are interlinked and interrelated. Interlinked, interrelated, which comes together to form your level of intelligence. Your intelligence, your capacity to reason, to understand, to relate, to comprehend. I mean, I mean, if the teachers, you ask the teachers, who are the children that they call intelligent in the class? It's those who have the capacity. Capacity. Capacity is ability. The ability to comprehend what, what miss has been saying all day. Because there are people that miss who talk all day. They won't get it. Before you realize, they're even asleep. They don't get it. 
They don't get it. No, if you ask me that, does intelligence play a role in spirituality? My answer is yes. My answer is yes. My answer is yes. The more daft people are, the, more, the, the less spiritual they are. Because they do daft things. That, that's why I'm saying that I'll not, even though I'm not talking about academic intelligence, I won't rule it out. I'll use it as, as maybe a minor measure to, to trigger the topic I'm talking to you about that. Look, it shows, it says something about you. It says something, because it, it says something about you. It says how you carry yourself, how you behave, the choices you make. It's intelligence. It's like the person lacks something. The person lacks wisdom. The person lacks knowledge. The person lacks understanding. And the person lacks a big one, the fear of the Lord. It's not there. The Bible says, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Who is a fool? What's another word for a fool? It's not a stupid person. Is fool not stupid? Who is stupid? It's not the person who doesn't understand. The person who is clumsy. A clumsy person. Doesn't understand. Always makes wrong decisions. Wrong choices. Instead of de- becoming depressed, I'm always making a mistake. I don't know why I'm always making a mistake. Holy Spirit on your intelligence will save you from always making wrong choices. Yes. Because the Holy Spirit will prompt you. You can't think for yourself. Multitude of counselors, their safety. It's like put on the put on the seat belt. Put it on the seat belt. In the event of an accident, you save your life. Why don't you want to listen to advice? If you can't, you can't imbibe and learn it. Then listen. Then listen. Hear. Just hear what is being said. But you see, hearing too is going to be a struggle now. Why should I hear? Why should I hear? Why is one, why is, it's like asking, why is one, uh, one plus one two? Why is it two? Why can it not be one? So the four pillars of intelligence, number one is what? Who was taking my eyes verse away? Number one is wisdom. Number two is understanding. Number three is knowledge. And number four is the fear of the Lord. Yes. That's intelligence. So this is what, this, I, I was answering a question that, why did I say the Holy Spirit? So I'm showing you that this is, they say, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of the Lord. Then it starts showing us the components of the spirit of the Lord. The components, different, the different things you see when you have the spirit of the when you have the spirit of the Lord. You see that you have you have the spirit of wisdom. You see that you have you have the spirit of understanding. You see that you have the spirit of knowledge. Then you see that you have the spirit of the fear of the Lord. I've left out counsel and might because I don't want to talk about counsel and might. If you like, I can add it. That your ability to receive counsel. Your ability to receive is it's your ability to receive the spirit of God because counsel is the spirit of God. So your ability to receive counsel, those of us who reject counsel, you repel it. Never yield, never give in, never accept. Yes. It's 
like you have, you have pain and you have been given a painkiller. He said, I won't take the painkiller. Yes. I'm not taking it. Why should I take the Why should I take the painkiller? Why should I kill the pain? Spirit affect our intelligence. Amen. They affect our intelligence. It will change you. You say it will change you. You say talking to you becomes easy. Otherwise, the same topic we've discussed, part one. We are going to have part two. Then we have to wait again for part three, then part four. Never give in, never yield, because, because you don't embrace the spirit of counsel. Yes. I can hide it if you want, if you want the service to be longer. Arguments is always a sign of a lack of intelligence. Yes. Now, listen. Intelligence is defined as the capacity for learning, reasoning, and understanding. It is the aptitude for grasping truths, relationships, facts, and meanings. There are people who can't relate. Because of a lack of intelligence. They can't relate. You can't work. What is they can't relate? What I'm saying is that you can't work with them. If they're employed today, they'll be sacked by tomorrow. Yes. Because they can't relate. It's, and it's a lack of intelligence. Losing, losing jobs or being demoted at jobs. It's like you wait for an interview. You have been employed for position A. And then in the course of time, because of all sorts of things, they can't just throw you away. Before you realize you have been demoted to position E. Or you've been fired. Look. Back to intelligence. Let's talk about intelligence so that we don't deviate into politics. <laughs> Are you there? Yes. So it's, it's defined as the capacity, that's the ability for learning. Is that how much can you learn? How much can you learn? How much can you learn? How much can you? Do you know a lot of people stop learning? Yes, a lot of people stop learning. You see, if, if you're a for example, if you're a pastor, if you're a pastor, you're a minister, a pastor, a basenta leader, there are a lot of things to learn. A lot of things to learn. We learn all the time. You have to learn all the time. And the sign of someone who is learning, the sign of someone who is learning, are the changes he can make. The changes he can make. When you are not learning, see, there are no changes. Your choir leader is the leader that you started with, which was based on your knowledge at the time you chose the person. Now you have learned more. And you can say the person is not the best to direct the choir. You have to make a change. You have to make a change. That's when wisdom kicks in. So I'll say again that your wisdom is very much based on your knowledge level. The level of knowledge, that that's the wisdom you have. You are as wise as, as much as you know and you are willing to apply. Because people know things, but they don't apply it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. People know a lot of things, but they don't, they don't apply what they know. They don't apply it at all. So even though they know, they are not wise. Because they don't apply the things they know. Even when you tell them, they won't do it. 
If you tell them, this course is not a good course. Don't study this course. They say, that's what I want to do. Then do. Yes. If you tell them, this relationship is not a good relationship. <laughs> I think you can relate with that better, isn't it? Okay. You will see it's like, no. It's like, no. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's not. It's not like even the person that you appoint out. It's not a good. It's not. It's not like you hate the person or you have anything against. It. You don't have anything against the person. It's like there's cooked rice. Do you know cooked rice? And then there's a bag of rice, which is obviously not cooked. And the person is choosing the bag of rice. Say, I'm going to eat the bag of rice. And you are saying that, no, it's not cooked. Not that I hate the rice, but the rice is not cooked. Can you understand this illustration? <laughs> you say you are ready to eat rice. We said no problem. No problem. We don't have anything against eating rice. This is cooked. This one. Even the bag is not open. So, don't take this one because you are ready. Otherwise, can you wait for the rice to be cooked? Then let's not talk about it. Let the owner come, open the rice, fetch enough, wash it, put it on the fire, cook. If you can wait. I don't know how long it takes to cook rice. If you can wait. But today, you can't eat it. Ah. You see, can you say that I'm dealing with understanding? I'm dealing with understanding. Dealing with, dealing with the capacity to learn. That is the intelligence. It's not about feelings. It's not personal. It's a big, come on. Stop it. It's none. Yes. The rice is in the bag. This one is cooked. Okay, there's no cooked rice. This, the rice that exists, is not cooked. You can't eat it. Because you are not looking for rice. You are looking for food to eat. Then, okay, there's no cook because sometimes I think the cook one is what brings the confusion. It's as if it's as if somebody is giving you an option. So forget it. There's no there's just rice. It's in the back. It's not ready. You can't eat it. You can't eat it. It's not that it's not ready. You can't eat it. <laughs> Sit down and let's go to the Bible. Sit down. Yes. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? You go to a restaurant, you order your rice, then they bring grains of rice in front of you. Raw and cooked grains, they eat it. You know why I'm sweating over this? I spend nothing less than three hours of my camp session. I abandoned the camp, nothing less than three hours, to explain what I'm explaining to you today, to somebody. 
person won't have it. Today, the rice is still not cooked. I'm having to organize rice cookers to see if the rice will cook. Yes. So I just said to myself the other day, I just said to myself, oh, this person didn't understand everything I was saying. Actually did not understand. Because everything I said has been brought back. I should fix it. Now I'm having to open the rice. Not just open the rice. I have to look for for rice cookers. Yes, not just one. Because I need a few to cook a lot at a time so you can eat all. Yes, I'm having to look for rice cookers. Yes. But I said, I said, over three hours, I said, you cannot eat this rice. Don't. Someone the other day sent me a message begging me to eat another uncooked rice. This, the, I think this one is, 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 is potatoes, uncooked potatoes. With, with, the, with the soil, with all the soil. So I said to her two days ago, eat it. Don't ask me questions about this thing. Just eat it. Yes. Take it put it. The potato is in the farm. He's collecting it with all the, with all the soil. He says she wants to eat boiled potato. I say, it's not boiled. It's in the farm. Oh. So. <laughs> so are you there? I don't even know what I'm talking about now. <laughs> so, yes, on your intelligence, on your intelligence, on your intelligence, which has four pillars wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. Okay, so let's try and talk about knowledge. Okay, let's try. Let's try and talk about knowledge. Let's try and talk about how you see that the thing is affecting your knowledge. So you will know. When the influence of the Holy Spirit is affecting your knowledge, when your knowledge develops certain characteristics, certain characteristics, then you will know that, yes, this knowledge is from God. The Holy Spirit has worked on the knowledge. And therefore, this effect is what you have. Are you ready for that effect? Second Peter chapter 1. Yes, Second Peter chapter 1. Verse 1 says that Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Verse 2. Is that why when we talk about some of these things, that's why you have to pray for strong mentors, a mentor, a father, a pastor, a leader, a parent who is strong. You have to pray that the person will be strong. That the person won't, won't give in. Because, you see, after pressure and all of this, somebody, some parents can say, okay, do what you want to do. Yes. Or some pastors can say, okay, have it. Like this person I'm talking to you about. Generally, I, 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 I asked myself that. Should I have insisted? What would have happened? Should I have insisted that? No. Because I see people doing the same thing today. It's like, no, I have to. I'm taking this thing. And you are taking a disaster. Yes, a disaster. You are headed for a disaster. 
Because the person is uncooked. The person is not a demon. How can you call somebody a person is not a demon? But the person is uncooked based on the failings that the person has. The person still has failures. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. We are talking about knowledge now, isn't it? Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Through, 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 through the knowledge. Through the knowledge. Through the knowledge, grace comes. Through the knowledge, peace comes. So when the Holy Spirit, the sweet influence of the anointing, comes over on your knowledge, you start moving and walking and operating in grace and peace in all aspects of life. All aspects of life. You see grace. You see peace. You see grace. You see peace. No struggle. No battle. Sometimes I wonder why Christians struggle over things that you don't have to struggle over. Because the struggle could be evidence that you are making a mistake. Yes. That you are breaking down a wall. When the, the, the blessing, the blessing and the covenant is the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He shall lead me to still waters. You are sit, sitting there calming, calming rough water. You are calming it down so that you can drink. Should you not tell you that you have the wrong pool? Because it's still water. Still, when you see, you won't see that. No, this is the water I must drink. This is it. This is it. This is it. I found it. I found the thing I need. I found it. This is it. Still waters. If he's leading you, he takes you to still waters. He takes you to still waters. Look, grace and peace will be multiplied through knowledge. Through knowledge. There are other knowledge when you acquire. The result is not grace and peace. The, the result is strife. Difficulty. You are out of favor. You are out of grace. Grace is unmerited favor. You will see the others. It's like you are out of favor. It's worse. You are out of favor with God. You say you are out of favor with God. God is not interested in you. God is not interested in what you are doing. You are forcing what you are. You are forcing it because you have the things of the world. The spirit of the world is making you find some things attractive and interesting. Because you have the spirit of the world. But God is replacing that spirit with the Holy Spirit today. Yes. You are receiving the Holy Spirit. Through his word. Through his corrections. Through his rebukes. He is imparting to you the Holy Spirit. Yes. You know, for some of you to know, you see, grace and peace. Peace. When you, you start making peace with your counselors. There are some people, if, you see, when the knowledge, when the Holy Spirit influences your knowledge, you will say thank you to your counselors. Yes. You will come back and say, I want to say thank you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for helping me. You haven't said thank you. You are not there yet. Yes. You will say thank you to your counselors. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You will say thank you. I'm telling you, you will say thank you. You will say thank you for not giving up on me. 
you will say thank you for being firm, being strict. You will say thank you for opposing me and fighting me and rebuking me. You will say thank you. You will say thank you that you never gave up. I saw you sweating in the church and I, I knew you were talking to me. I felt like I was alone in that service. Wow. And you say thank you. Grace and peace. Yes, grace and peace. Grace and peace. He said, you have, you have been favored. And you say, you have peace. There are some things when you have, you say, there are some clothes you've bought, you can't wear them. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You bought, but you can't use it. Yes. Because you are not led to buy it. Yes. You don't even know where to use it. You don't even know how to use it. It's like you, it's like you just wanted to have it. You've looked at it, uh, you don't know where you don't know where to where you can wear such a thing to. Yes. 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 But you don't want to return it and get your money back to you. <laughs> that was said it's too late. Yes. Yes. Grace and peace is what we'll have. You see grace and peace. Hmm. Next thing. Wow. Next is what? After knowledge is what? Wisdom. So you want wisdom. You want to see what happens when the Holy Spirit takes over wisdom. I shall show you. Hmm. When? You see, I've told you, do you remember I told you that your wisdom level is based on your knowledge level? So if all your knowledge levels are low, your wisdom will be unfortunate because there are different types of wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom is how you go about things, how you do things. How you do something is your wisdom. How you do things is your wisdom. If you get a husband by breaking someone's marriage, that's your wisdom. No, because that, that, that's what you think is right. It's like, no, I have to do it. I have to, I have to, spoil, I have to spoil this thing. I'll spoil it and take. That's your wisdom. But see, you all say, oh, because perhaps... Either the way I'm presenting it is a bit raw or perhaps your, your, your wisdom or your knowledge is higher than what I'm describing. Because what, what I'm describing is not far-fetched. It's not something that people, it's not like something that people don't practice. People do. Yeah, people do. People, people, feel, people feel they own some people. Yes. People feel they have options. If I don't have this one, let me go and take this one. Yes. James chapter 3. James chapter 3. James. Quickly, James chapter 3. My brethren, verse 2. For in many things, verse 3. Behold, verse 4. Behold again, verse 5. Even the tongue, verse 6. The tongue again, verse 7. Every kind, verse 8. But the tongue, verse 9. 
bless. 10. Mouth. 11. <laughs> Fountain. 12. 12. 13. Who is a wise man? <laughs> Who is a wise man? Endued with knowledge. Verse 14. By you. Verse 15. Then 15 says that the wisdom, the wisdom, do you understand? Not, not the foolishness. Not the foolishness. The wisdom. The wisdom. Not the foolishness. Don't make a, don't make a mistake and, and think that there's anybody who walks on the face of this earth and thinks that I'm a fool. Everybody thinks they are wise. So the Bible is telling us that there's a wisdom. He said, there is a wisdom that does not come from above. What you are doing is not based on the influence of the Holy Spirit. The decisions you are making, the judgments you are making, the conclusions you are drawing, the choices you are making, your wisdom. It's not from, because you don't think you're a fool. Is there anybody here who thinks that you're a fool? That you have a t-shirt that says, I'm a fool. There's nobody like that. I also haven't met anybody like that. I've met fools, but I've not met somebody who says that I am a fool. Yes. 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 So there's a wisdom that descendeth not from above. I'm telling you. Is this is this why we have to pray for the Holy Spirit? This is why we really have to pray because there's something that you have, but it didn't come from God. There's a passion you have a desire you have, an interest you have, a drive you have for something, but it is not from God. It's like you are so passionate about it, but it is not from God. It's not God who is giving it to you. I don't know which surgery I can do to take it out of you. The only thing I know is that it's the Holy Spirit that can, that can, that can do it. It's the Holy Spirit that I'm talking to you about. The sweet influences of the anointing. Sweet influence. So you can allow him to influence you. Because I can see that you feel very wise and convinced about what you are doing. Even when you are, even when you are told stop, you have, you have no respect for the person who has told you to stop. You won't stop. You have no respect. That is how convinced you are. That's how stubborn you, you can be. Yes, because you feel wise. That you are doing the right thing. So there's a wisdom that is not from above. But it's every, it is sensual. And then it is actually devilish. It's demonic. It's like what you're doing is demonic. <laughs> How can you be living in sin and say, and, and say that it is the Lord? I mean, I mean, come on. I, I, I don't want to throw this microphone away before you, you wake up to what I'm saying. I mean, come on. Come on. A relationship birthed in sin, continuing in sin, and you have put heart, heart on heart, hand on heart, and you are saying, it is the Lord. It is it is devilish. It is devilish. 
you are so wise about it. You are so convinced about it. So you can see why you need the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. You are living in sin. I'm not a creator of sin. You can ask anybody who lives with me whether they are there are anything on the wall in the house that says that this is a sin. Whether I've listed anything in the house that is it's a sin. I don't have anything like that. Sin or righteousness is just from the word of God. It's God's words that tells us what is right and what is wrong. Not, not me. Hmm? Okay, take us quickly to verse 16. For where envy and strife is, there's confusion every eighth over verse 17. But the wisdom that is from above. So this is how you will know that the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit has kicked in. The sweet influence. It says that the wisdom that is from above is a first. 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 It's like before we have any debate, any discussion, it says it's pure. That means that it's not contaminated. It's an alloy. Do you know an alloy? It's a mixture of metals, isn't it? Yes, it's a mixture. That's duality. 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 There are people who have dual, they, have, they practice, they, they, they have even taught duality before, but they practice duality. Yes. Oh, yeah. They are dual, they, they are, they are, I mean, they have two lives. They have two lives. They live like unbelievers, they live like believers. They do what unbelievers do, and they do what believers do. They speak in tongues and they fornicate. Yeah. yeah, they have they have their they have their quiet time. They have their quiet time and they have a relationship like boyfriend and girlfriend. That's 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 the impure wisdom. Pure wisdom is that your lifestyle, your decisions is not pure. The Holy Spirit has not affected because it is not pure. It is contaminated. Did I wake you up? Yes. <laughs> your wisdom is contaminated. Your lifestyle and your way of life is contaminated. The wisdom that is to know that to know that I am with God or God is with me or under the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. It says first pure. First pure. The thing is pure. The relationship is pure. The decisions are pure. No contamination. Otherwise, you have a dual lifestyle. You are blowing both hot and cold. Yes. In other words, you are lukewarm. The last time I checked my Bible, God said, I will spew you out. In other words, I hate such people. I hate such impure people. I hate alloy, I hate alloy believers. Yes. Yes. I'll spill you out. Because you're a mixture. You're a mixture. You're a mixture. You do this and you do that. You speak in tongues, but you lie. Yes. You speak in tongues, but you're a deceiver and a liar. Your, your, whole, your whole life is a deception. Your whole life. You see, there, there, are, there are people who just lie. They, they, they can just tell a lie. Like, it's like, I didn't take the sweet or this, you know. Or I was there at 7 o'clock. By the way, they were there at 7.05. You know, they, it's like lies. But there are people who also live a lie. 
What you see is not what the person is. What you see is not the person. What you see is not the person. When you discover, when you discover the person, you can collapse. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. And there are people who can live it for years. What you see, what this person that you see and what you know is nothing, nothing compared to what the person really is. But that's his wisdom. That's his wisdom that he has. That's, that's the mind that he's operating in. No influence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not yet in there. The Holy Spirit is not there. First, pure. If the Holy Spirit comes on you, first, pure. Now you're paying your tithe, and your tithe is actually a tithe. Not that you, I mean, it's like, I'm just standing up for tithe and have this any random figure, you know, five pounds. You are not pure. You are not pure. Even before God, you are so confident. You are so confident to lie. What you've put on the phone is not your tithe. It's just a random amount. You just to say a random amount, five pounds. I'm paying my tithe. Then peaceable. Then gentle. Then easy to be entreated. That is easy to reason with and to advise and to discuss things with. It's it's easy. It's easy. (laughs) Then full of mercy. A wise person is full of mercy. That is very, that's the person is very forgiving. Yes. A wise person you, you see that is very forgiving. The art of leadership is the art of overlooking faults. A good leader looks away when you make a mistake and says, play on. Play on. In hope that you appreciate it, that you have been forgiven. In hope. In hope. Not that, not that you will feel justified and you will feel right. But in hope that you will see that, oh, I've been forgiven. Let me not do it again. Let me not do it again. Because I've been given another chance. Let me not do it again. Not that you feel that, oh, you see, you see, I was right. Then you tell your friend, you two go and try. Please put your foot down. I've put my foot down. You see, I've got it. They stop talking. Hmm. Full of mercy. That wisdom full of mercy. Then good fruits. That's why you see that your placenta is growing. Yes. The fruits that come out of you are good things. Not lies and deception. Good things. Yes. Then without partiality and without hypocrisy. So these are the characteristics when the Holy Spirit influences your wisdom. What's the next thing? Hey, understanding. Mm, understanding. You know when the Holy Spirit is affecting your understanding according to Proverbs chapter 1. Verse number five. Yes. You see that you become more inclined to flow with the knowledge of God and with the mysteries of God. It says that a wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain 
unto wise counsels. A man of understanding. You see, wise counsel means that it's at a very high level. It's a very high level to accept, to receive, to understand wise advice. It's like first class. You're all students, isn't it? Is first class difficult to attain to? Yes. I mean, even if it's easy for you, it's difficult, isn't it? Generally. Yes. So it's like a very wise counsel. It's like, understand the verse. Wise counsel is a very high thing. And he's saying that what it takes to achieve that is to gain understanding. To be a man of understanding, then you will attain. You will get that grade. That when you see wise counsel, you notice it. Like someone said once, it takes a leader to notice another leader. And then someone also said that a successful person will never criticize another successful person. It's unsuccessful people, failures, who criticize successful people. Who say that successful people are cheats, they are this, they are this. It's, it's failures who talk like that. <laughs> do, you have, do you have it in NLT? Will it help us? Make sure it will help us before you put it up. If it won't help us, don't, don't try because I've tried to explain it already. A man of understanding. He said, listen, listen, listen. Let, let, the, let the wise listen to these proverbs and become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance. I don't know, maybe. We like King James, isn't it? Yes, let's, let's stay with King James. Let's stay with King James. Yes. A wise man will hear and will increase. So, it, so in other words, again, if we're, we're talking about wisdom, I'll be telling you that the mark of a wise person is that he learns a lot. Yes, he learns a lot. A wise person doesn't, doesn't say that I don't understand the course. The course is difficult. To understand the course and to do well, you'll have to learn a lot. Yes. Yeah. Because nobody understands. If everybody understood, they wouldn't go for lectures. Yes, they'll just tell the lectures, I bring it on, I'm ready for an exam. Yes, but they go to be taught and then they study what they have been taught. So a wise person will first hear, will receive the lectures, then he'll go and study. Yes, he'll go and study. Yes. So a wise person will hear about, so you'll see that again, the unwise people, the people who lack intelligence, are the people who don't study. They play. They joke. I mean, they play. When they have to learn, they are not learning. They play, they chat on the phone, they watch movies, they watch um, um, comedies, they watch Netflix. They, I mean, everything they before I realize is two days to an exam. Yes. Yes. But my Bible is telling me that a wise man will increase learning. So when you see somebody who is always reading, always studying, don't think that, don't, don't, don't him don't call him boring don't call don't say that he's antisocial don't say he's a wise person he's a wise person that's why he's always reading that's why he's always listening he's always listening to a message always listening to the lecture because he's a wise person and he increases learning in other words he learns more he learns more things I was listening to a pastor the other day. I sent him a, a message immediately. I said, I said your, 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 your preaching is, is, is become a, a, 
unfortunate. And he responded and said, mercy. And I said, I knew you would say mercy. You will not even ask why. Instead of asking why, you are saying mercy. How does mercy help anybody? So he asked why. And I said, because hearing you preach, I can tell that you have stopped studying. You have stopped studying. The, the, the content, the content of your preaching is empty. You, don't, you, didn't, you didn't say anything. For the few minutes I heard you, you didn't say anything. You just kept repeating yourself. Yes, and you are saying mercy. How does that help anybody? Mercy. How, the, how does mercy help anybody? You are, told, you are told that what you are wearing is not good, and you say mercy. Instead it's, it's of asking, what is not good about it? Or what should I do? You are saying mercy. How does mercy help anybody? What does it solve? A wise man will hear. And then what does he do next? Increases learning. It's like, come on. So a wise man will hear about the sweet influence of the anointing on his intelligence. And he will say, let me go and study on this topic. I need to go and read this book again. I, th- I thought I had read it, but I have not understood it. Let me go and read it again. I need to study more. I need to study more. It looks as though I am doing things that means that I'm not under the influence of the Holy Spirit because my decisions are not pure. My actions are not pure. My judgments are not pure. Yes, that is your wisdom. Your wisdom, your decisions, your judgments, and your understanding. And it's based on your knowledge. It's based on your knowledge. It's based on what you know. Everybody does what they know. Everybody's actions are based on what they know. Yes, that's your wisdom. Very much linked to your knowledge level. Very much linked to your knowledge. Very much based on what you know. What you know is what you do. If you know, if you know that, if you know that by the time you walk around, there are all sorts of gems and all sorts of things. When you get home, when you get the first place you go to is to wash your hands. That means that you are acting on, you are acting based on what you know. Now, there are people who know about all these gems. They've studied microbiology. But when they get home, they won't wash their hands. So they are not wise. Because they are not acting based on what they know. Yes. Just like the relationship issue, you've been told she is not. Not she's a bad person with you. She is not ready for a relationship. Yes. She's, she's a hopper. She hops from man to man. As, as many weeks as the year has, she can do that hopping. Now, now you have the knowledge. What will you do? What will you do? Yes, he said, I want... I want. Help me. Help me. You know what you know. And you are still salivating. Over a strange woman. Who needs healing. Who needs help. I want, I like. 
No, tell me you are not a fool. I'm, I'm not saying you, you are. I'm saying you tell me you are not. And then the man of understanding, when he, when, when, you see, understanding, understanding is why, why things happen the way it happens. Why? That, is, that means that you have the reasons. So the man of understanding, the person who knows why things are the way they are, attains to wise counsels. When you have something wise to share, you call the man of understanding share and discuss it with. Watch the people who have discussions with you. Yes, watch the people who have discussions with you. And you'll see your level. Yes. And when, you, when we say change your friends, you don't want to change your friends. Yeah, you don't want to change your friends. You are defending your friends. You are defending. Because, you see, salvation is perhaps not precious to you. You don't know, you don't know what association does to your salvation. Yes, you, don't, you want to change it. You see, I'll tell you something. A baby Christian, a baby, and, and a baby Christian is not because they got saved last week. No. It's, it's related to more of the rate of growth. So there are people who have been Christians for a long time, but they're still baby Christians. Baby Christians are like religious unbelievers. Yes. Yes. They're like religious unbelievers. Everything they do is like unbelievers. But they are religious in the sense that they go to church on Sundays. They are religious, but everything they do is like an unbeliever. that's, That's a baby Christian. The person hasn't grown. The person hasn't learned enough to even change associations and to change friends. Change friends. As I don't have a lot of friends. I'm a friend, like friend for friend. I don't have many friends. Yeah. But I change. I change as I move on. Oh, yes. I change as I move on. Oh, yes. I change. Who are the people who ask for your opinion? Who are they? And what's the subject? First, who are the people who ask for your opinion? And then, secondly, what's the subject? It shows you your class. It tells you your class. It tells you your class. It tells you the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit, whether it's there or not. Wauzi. Wauzekus. Are you thinking of your friends? I want you to think about it. And then the topic. Hmm. I'm allowing you to think. to learn. Can you say a wise person is learning here? Can you say he's learning? Yes. Ability to learn. 
instead of saying that, instead of arguing that you are, you are the best of what you can ever be, so you don't need counsel anymore. Those are the people who argue. So you see, at a point you ask questions, now nobody answers. Because you won't change. Yeah, you won't change. Why should I waste the muscles in my thumb to answer your question? The muscles in my thumb. Do you also type with your thumb? Okay, I type with my thumb too, yes. Why should I waste the muscles in it too? It's something that you won't do. Have we done all four pillars? Which one is left? Ah, fear of the Lord. Chai. (laughs) But the fear of the Lord, that's what shows whether you're a Christian or not. Or a religious unbeliever. Yeah, the fear of the Lord. You you see, when you have the fear of the Lord, like I mentioned earlier, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So when the sweet influence of the anointing comes on you and the fear of the Lord kicks in. The fact that you fear the Lord is when you have self-restraint, self-repentance. That means that out of the fear of God, you can stop doing some things. It's only the fear of God that can stop you. That I have to stop, I have to stop doing some things. I have to stop it because God is watching. God sees me. Mommy doesn't see me. My shepherd doesn't see me. But center leader doesn't know about it. As for the pastors, I swerved them a long time ago. But God, but God, without the fear of God, you are not wise. Yes. But God, now it's between you and God, not you and your pastor or you and your shepherd, you and God. What are you doing? God is watching. Do you believe God is watching? Do you have respect for God? When you finish, are you going to pray to him? The fear of the Lord. When the fear of the Lord grips you. When it grips you. You start practicing self-restraint. That is, you hold yourself back. Because man is a spirit, has a soul, and lives in a body. So your body will try some things, especially when you are young. The body will try. So you have to hold the body back. They say, body, no. God is watching. God can kill us. And I mean God can kill us. I mean, that's what I mean. Fear of the Lord. What if God strikes me with a disease? Because I'm living a lie. I'm living a lie. I'm living a deception. So self-restraint. Then self-repentance. Like nobody has, but you, you repent. You say, this thing is over. It's over. It's over. I've blocked you. I'm not talking to you again because you have become a wedge between me and my God. You have separated me from my God. How important is somebody in your life that the person can separate you from God? How important is that person? Are you waiting for that person to die before you wake up? 
or you are waiting for that person to wake up and dump you before you become wise. Because it depends on who wakes up first. Because there is somebody who doesn't allow you to serve God with a pure heart and a pure spirit. And you are still holding on to that link. You are still holding on to it. I mean, come on. The fear of the Lord is the beginning. Gentlemen and ladies, these are the four pillars of intelligence. Yes, I think I have to end. So, it's got to end. These are the four pillars of intelligence. Yes. The first one is what? Wisdom. The knowledge, then understanding, then the fear of the Lord. Yes. Is the fear of the Lord in you? Is it with you? I don't know. Between you and the Holy Spirit. Fear of the Lord. It's the fear of the Lord that will make you serve God. That will make you answer the call. Because you'll be afraid to disobey God. When you remember Jonah, you say, no. No, I shouldn't be here. I should be on the mission field. No, I shouldn't be here. I should be preaching. No, I, sh- I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here. I should be a basenta leader. It's the fear of the Lord that will make you do that. That God is calling you. God is in but God is calling you. And for the love of man, you can disobey God. Or for the love of the world. Or for the or for the love of the spirit of the world. And the things of the world, you won't change. When God is calling you, when God is calling, when God is calling. When God is calling you, you can shave off some things. It's a fear of the Lord that will make you do it. But no. No. Finish. 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 Don't talk to me again. It looks like our team is not helping us. So for the sake of our salvation, let us separate. Because some of the parents are not spiritually healthy. And both of you will do yourself a lot of good if you go your separate ways, peacefully. Yes, because you are not healthy. And don't say that we have changed. You are not going to change. You see, it's very, you see, I used to have a bad girl. I mean, she was a bad girl. You know what I said, Mike. I mean, she was a bad girl when she was in the church. It was difficult for her to change. And then suddenly, because sometimes it's difficult. It's like suddenly I've become this spiritual good girl. It was difficult for her. So she migrated. She migrated to another continent. She said, Lady Pastor, I visited the church. I said, Hey, that's what I said. I said, Hey, is that you? LP. Full blown, full blown butterfly LP. So, so I'm not saying that I'm not saying that you should leave the church. What I'm saying is that you have to leave that relationship. You see, that friend, you, you, you have to look for a new friend. So you 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 have you have new life. New life. Because that's what I will do. I'll leave. I'll, I'll say that. Look, I'll say, look, Daniela, you've been very nice to me, but you know it's not it's not working. We are trying now to go straight, but you know. Try and become friends with this one. Also become friends with this one. So let's live our lives. Your wedding day invites me. I'll be your maid of honor. <laughs> yes. But we, because we are not helping each other. 
and it's going to be it's going to be practically difficult to help each other. Yes, you can't. You almost can't. You need new friends. Don't you have new friends now that you're a missionary? Or you have your the old ones in the that place. Don't you have new friends? Yes. No, this is your friend. Yes. Fellow missionaries. Yes. You're in Grenada, I mean, um, Belize. So we have things, we have our struggles and things to co- compare. But you had other friends, didn't it? You have other friends. Even when you were in London, you, have, you even had friends in church. You have some friends in church. They are, no, they are not your friends. Not that they are your enemies, but you don't talk to them. Yes. Otherwise, he won't do well. Otherwise, he won't do well. He's not going to do If he maintains those people as his friends, he won't do well. He has to leave them. Even if they are pastors and they live in London, he has to, if I'm, I was him, I'll, I'll, they will not be my friends. Because they don't understand what I'm going through. They can't relate with it. They won't help me to become what I have to become. This man will be help me. Because iron sharpeneth iron. The level is different. The level is different. Iron sharpeneth iron. If I was still out to the same, they will not be, they, will not, they are not my enemy, but they won't be, they won't be my go-to people. Yeah. But every day I'm on the phone with them or chatting with them. No, 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 no. Every day I'll talk to my fellow missionary in Belize. Say, how? What are your struggles? Let's compare our struggles. Let's talk. Let's exchange notes. What's happening? Yes. These will be my people. Those, those, those will be my friends. Why should I be talking to people that don't even understand where I want to get to. When you are as lost as me, how can the blind lead the blind? Huh. I finished. I finished. Yes. As you can see, I'm repeating myself. It means the service, the sermon is finished. <laughs> the MP3 is finished. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is an MP4, isn't it? Yes. It's finished. So, what, what do you want to do? You like to stand up, isn't it? When someone's finished, we stand right to our feet and then we thank God. Can you think of something you'd like to pray about? Yes. So, stand to your feet and pray. Okay, stand to your feet. a bag of rice. That's what you want to eat. Ah. You want to eat potatoes with soil on it. Brown soil, you want to eat it. You want to put it on your plate. You're on your plate. You're about to cut through potatoes with uh, dark brown soil. And you've grilled some salmon next to it. You're about to, when you cut it, you I don't get it. Do you get it? I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Yes, I don't get it. But that's what tells me that the sweet influence of the anointing is not there. You are not anointed. You are not spiritual at all. You are a religious unbeliever. Religio- you are an unbeliever who is religious. Yes. We God save and deliver. 
blessed and helped. Pray to God for a couple of minutes. The Lord help me. I need the Holy Spirit. Best prayer I can pray now is for the Holy Spirit. The Lord, I need the Holy Spirit. I need more of the Holy Spirit. I need more of the 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 Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. your intelligence your intelligence your intelligence your intelligence your ability to learn your capacity to learn grace to learn and to know more and to know more
Now, while still in prayer, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you are here today. Somebody invited you to church. Or you've been around. But deep in your heart, you have no relationship with God. You feel far from God. You want to connect to God. You've been thinking, you've been thinking to yourself, I want to connect to God. I want to know this God. I want to have a relationship with him. I want a better life. I want a good life. I want a better life that Jesus offers. Today, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Today is my day. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want a better life than the life I have led. I need Jesus in my life. I need God in my life. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, if you're here like that, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want this better life. Very quickly, lift up your right hand wherever you're standing and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Lift up high so I can see you. God bless you. I can see your hand. You also want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. I need God. I need Jesus. Just your right hand. Don't think about anybody. Think about yourself. Do I have a relationship with God or not? Do I know God or not? God bless you. I can see your hand as well. Just lift up your right hand today. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say another day. Today, God is calling you. As you are, once you are not sure, you are not sure of yourself. You are not sure of your salvation. Be sure today. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You are not sure. Am I saved? Am I not saved? Do I have God? Do I not have God? Do I have Jesus? Do I not have Jesus? Am I a child of God? Am I not? If I die today, will I go to heaven? Will I go to hell? I do not sure. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just a prayer. Just a prayer. God bless you. I can see your hands. God, I can see all your hands. God bless you. It's God who is calling. God is drawing you. God is drawing. Today is a special day for you. God is drawing. God is saving. God is saving. God is. Your first experience of the Holy Spirit is this, that I'll give my life to Jesus. So those of you having the promptings and the thoughts and the feeling I need the Holy Spirit, it's a sign. Just your right hand. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. God bless you. I can see all your hands in this place. Now I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me in the front here. You have your hand lifted up. Yes, come. Come, all of you, come. Yes, come. All of you, you lifted up your hand. Come. Come and I'll pray with you. Come and join our brother here. Come. Come. Come from wherever you are, yes. Come. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Come. Come and give your life to Jesus. waiting for you. Come. You lift up your hand. Yes. Come. Come. Don't feel shy. You are choosing Jesus. It's salvation. It's salvation. Come. Come to Jesus. You lifted up your hand. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand. But you want to give your life to Jesus. You can come. Join us here. Come. Come to Jesus. Come. Come to him. 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 Come to Jesus. Are you coming? You didn't lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus. Come. I want you to come to Jesus. Jesus wants you to come to him today. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus cares about you. Come to him.
us pray. Bow your heads with me. Those of you from by your head, say this prayer after me. I'm going to lead you to make a prayer to God. Say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Say, don't think it. Say, Heavenly Father. I am a sinner. Please forgive me. I am very sorry for the bad life I have led. Please forgive me. I believe in Jesus. Say it boldly. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for me. And he rose up on the third day. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. I give myself to you. I surrender myself to you. I will no longer serve Satan. I belong to Jesus. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, may they be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Please receive these gifts that we have for you. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Clap for them as they go back. God bless you. Amazing. Communion. celebrate once again the victory that was won on Calvary's cross for us. May the life of that sacrifice be made manifest in our lives as we eat and we drink of the body of Christ and the blood of Jesus. 
thank you for life. Thank you for victory. Thank you for healing. In Jesus' name, the body of Christ. Eat it. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Now stand to your feet and receive your blessing. Lift your hands for the blessing, which is the blessing of a shepherd. Amen. May you run like a shepherd of the Lord. May you walk like a shepherd of the Lord. May your shepherding grace be multiplied. May you wake up with care, concern, and love for others. It is more blessed to give than to receive. May you be blessed to be a giver. May you not praise yourself in your own eyes. But in reality, in reality, not the praise of man or the praise of your own words, but in reality, be a lover, a carer of the sheep, a friend of those that need a friend, a brother, a sister, a mother, a father, a shepherd, a visitor. May the grace and the mantle of the shepherd fall upon you. Yes. The blanket of a shepherd. Yes. May you be giving crowds. Thank you. May you be humble. Yes. And be giving nations because you are accepted to visit one person in one room in one house. Yes. To God be the glory. Yes. May this blessing be upon all those that have feet, yes. beautiful feet, yes. that go to people's houses yes. and visit people yes. to bring them the gospel of Jesus Christ, yes. to serve them Holy yes. Communion, and to serve them the word of life yes. and the blood of Jesus Christ. Yes. Blessing be upon such feet, blessing be on such hands that care, yes. and blessing be upon such hearts yes. that are open and big, wide to receive the heart of love and mercy. May this blessing be upon all who hear Amen. and all who receive Amen. the blessing of a shepherd. Amen. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. Put your hands together. God bless you. I didn't hear you say amen. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.